everyone and welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave June Spencer Special. Um, now, I know we're on a summer break and we've only just started it, but yesterday the divine Sonny Ormond was all over the telly and the radio talking about the retirement of June Spencer, who plays Peggy Archer in The Archers, Peggy Woolley in The Archers, and has indeed done so for about a thousand years and has retired at the age of 103. Hello, Sonny. How are you after all of your media appearances? Well, darling, I'm, 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 I'm faint. I'm faint. I'm exhausted, if you know, for all the publicity yesterday. Um, it was great fun, actually. It was great fun. Because, of course, we all knew that, you know, Peggy, or June, I mean, June was about to retire. But, yeah, it was announced to the world yesterday. And, I mean, it's like the world went mad, yeah. you know. It was, it was the Peggy Woolley special, wasn't it? All day, quite frankly. It was, it was. And you say we all knew, but you didn't tell me, mm. did you? Well, of course, I wouldn't tell you. You know, I could. I didn't dare. Yeah. I didn't dare. I was sworn. She never tells me anything. <laughs> That's and, not true. And, That's and not she true. was secret. I was. Um, and mum, so mum was listen, the word. Were, Literally, mum was the word. Yeah. So yeah. you were on the BBC News at six o'clock, weren't you? I know. Well, about twenty-five past six, actually. But you were on the BBC mm. News at six o'clock yesterday. Mm. Catch it, mm. viewers, on the iPlayer if you've not seen it yet. So, how much mm. notice did you get that you were going to be on the news? Very little. In the morning, I got a, I got a phone call from the Archer's office in the morning um, to say, "Would you? Are you free? Would you be happy to appear on the six o'clock stroke ten o'clock news, etc.?" And I was doing my ironing at the time. Um, and I thought, oh, blimey. Yeah, I was. But I'm trained as an actor to say yes to anything. So um, I said, <laughs> yeah, and then thought about it afterwards. You know what I mean? Anyway, so then I was told um, that uh, somebody would ring me from um, uh, the, the news department, which they duly did, very nice producer. Um, and she said, would you like to do this on Zoom or would you like to do it live? And I thought, oh, blimey. So I said, I thought I'd be doing it on Zoom, you see. So I said, well, I, 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 I don't mind. I mean, what, I thought I was doing it on Zoom. What would it, well, she said, well, it'd be really lovely if we could do it live, couldn't we? I said, well, yeah, that's fine. So um, then she said, well, somebody will be arriving with you sort of mid-afternoon. We, we will have a cameraman, we'll have a producer. And uh, they will be there. And I said, do you want to do it inside or outside? And she said, oh, well, it'd be quite nice to do it outside, really, wouldn't it? So uh, I thought, oh, that's marvellous. So then I rushed into the garden and put some chairs out under the a beautiful shady tree and indeed that's where we did the interview which was a lovely interview uh, we did about a five minute interview it actually, but there's only about 15 seconds on it because you know they have very little they have very little time yeah. um but it was lovely yeah. and and uh, it was very enjoyable to do and i was delighted to do it i have to say um and then a little bit later yeah. on they rang again and said would i um mind doing an interview on the news hour on world service um so i i did that also so you can, you can hear that if you, you did. If you go on sounds. Yeah. You are marvellous on that as well. well thank so you, darling. this is interesting. You are, are a professional. Yeah. So yes. your first thought was, let me go and get a chair under a shady tree in the garden. And my yes. first thought would have been, what am I going to wear? <laughs> so well, yeah, I did. Did you that take well. everything out of your wardrobe, try it on, and throw it over the floor, and try something yeah. else on? Yeah, you should see the state of the bedroom. I still haven't cleared it up. And, but fortunately, I'd had my hair done the week before, you know, done my roots done and all that. So that was all right. Uh, oh. I, you know, I wasn't worried about my roots showing or anything. So, um, yeah, I found a, found a nice little dress with a collar because, you know, I didn't want my neck exposed. Mm. I'm a woman of a certain age now. Did so, you yeah, not? I, um, no, no, no. So, but it was all fun. It was great. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
and um, because I am devastated that June's left actually um, because in the 22 yeah. years that we've been together you know we've built up quite a relationship as mum and daughter and uh, I'm a bit bereft because I won't have that relationship anymore in Ambridge I mean she was about the only character that could admonish Lillian you know, to, she used to take it down a peg mm. or two. Nobody else can really do that. Um, and, you, you know, you, you do build up a relationship over a period of time. Uh, and we have many scenes and we have many stories together. And I liked her yep. very much as a human being. So I'm really going to miss just her being in studio. Um, but I, I totally get why she's retired. <laughs> 103. I mean, she should have retired, well, really, shouldn't she? Dogs ago. Yeah. It's a bit bonkers, yeah. isn't it? It's, it really is bonkers that she was still able to, to do it. And actually, she still could do it. Uh, it's just that she has oh, decided yeah. that she's going to withdraw. Because some, some actors, you know, couldn't because the voice goes. Or whatever. But And I know that's what she's worried about. She's worried that the voice will lose its strength and energy. But at the minute, it's... It's still okay, but I, I get totally why she wants to to retire and you know not be worried that the voice won't work anymore and the stress of recording and you know and and, and all that. But yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? At 103, just still been working. Amazing. It is. I mean, I can understand how you're feeling because when you work with somebody, you know, all of us have worked with people, I'm sure, for a long period of time, and then when they leave, it's like losing part of your family almost, isn't it? But it is. It often, is often you know in offices what we do is have a sort of leaving do and everybody gets together and somebody makes a speech and there's generally cake and then everyone goes to the pub but mm -hmm. presumably that that hasn't happened in this case no that hasn't happened that hasn't happened um so she, she she's it, written a beautiful and, letter and to everybody. without that little ritual where is mm. she yeah, she wrote a lovely letter because we, we, we all get what's called an insider letter that always goes out with our scripts and, you know, to fill us in on really what's going on in, in the Archers and Ambridge world. Mm -hmm. And uh, in our last lot, there was a lovely little letter that she had included, which she sent to everybody, uh, which was great. But no, you're right. We, we don't get to have a party and say goodbye. I suppose I'm thinking back to her 100th birthday when we did have parties and we had a yeah. big party at the mailbox to celebrate. Um, and I was very honoured because she personally invited me to her own little party um, at her home. That was lovely. And uh, uh, but yes, yeah, so we do have a big celebration then. But um, no, she's quite pragmatic, June, and I think she's got sound judgment. And I think she thought, no, this is the time to buy up. This is the time to actually mm. go. But it is a shame. Yes, well, that it we is. Be able to sort of raise a glass yeah. of wine or champagne yeah. to her. Mm. But we can do it now well, privately, yeah, and we it all do. Is, it is. Well, and we, we have, can. you know, we I'll have. Do, a, I'll do one later, shall I? Will you do that? Oh well, that's marvelous. Yes, because she would appreciate that. I'll she do would that, appreciate. I think. And we do have yeah. a, an Archer's WhatsApp group that, um, you know, cast, and uh, that certainly was a buzzing yesterday, you know, when it was announced that she was going, because I'm not bet. sure that everybody knew that she was going. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think for the younger members of the Archer's team, you know, it's quite an achievement. You can't believe that somebody can still be working at, a, at 103. I don't think I'll be working at 103. I don't think I'll be well, standing up at 103, let alone, you know, being able to speak in front of a microphone. <laughs> Um, well, but um, it is quite yeah. mad, isn't it? We were we were we were working out that when she started, we were both aged minus three absolutely. when she started in the Archers. We, you know, she's been there for our entire lifetimes. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. And and you know, be- before all that, she she'd been working quite a lot. I mean, you know, as a radio actor, because that was one of the things I loved talking to her about. Because her memory is still as strong as ever it was, and she's as bright as a button. Um, and of course, it all used to be live radio then. It was before television, so radio was the thing that everybody tuned into. But it was live mm. radio. So, you know, the scrapes that they got into with that, and when they first started to record The Archers, um, it wasn't quite live, but it was almost live, and she was telling me that they would rehearse all the scenes in an episode, and then they would record the entire episode from beginning to end. But if anybody fluffed in any of the scenes, they had to go right back to the beginning of the episode and start recording no. all over again. So, the, yeah, can you You're imagine kidding. what that... Yeah, that pressure must be... I mean, I, I, I would have been on Valium all the time. I, I don't know how I would have coped with it. And, of course, you were really persona non grata if you, if you did fluff um, oh. and you had to go right back to oh. the beginning. But I, I think that was why she was always incredibly professional um, when you worked with her. She was absolutely on top of the scripts. Um, she was so always so enthusiastic about storylines, but she was very accurate. And I think it goes back to those days. It must do, when she had to be completely spot on and accurate. Because if not, you probably would be fired, quite frankly, if you made too many flops. And, and they were all apparently... Can you they, imagine they having, like, the last Disney. sentence? Sorry. Can you? Yeah. Can, can you imagine yes. having the last and sentence in an episode and just screwing it up? And you fall over. Can you imagine? I mean, because you do, we do all the time. Not all the time in studio, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you do. It's easy. It's easy for it to happen sometimes. And and um, yeah. I mean, I once worked with a, a, a lovely radio producer many years ago um, in radio drama, um, Kay Patrick. And uh, Kay would, we would always rehearse uh, the entire piece that we were doing, and she would actually record the, the scenes as we went along. But then what she would do is say, Right, I want to record the entire play, whoosh, 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 one scene after another, blah, blah, blah. And that was pressurizing, you know, because you really had to be on your metal. And it was hard for all the spot people in studio as well, but you just rushed through. So I got a little taste of what um, that pressure must have been, must have been like, mm. actually. And apparently it was all recorded on huge discs, she said. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So she's she's seen so many changes. She has. I just can't imagine mm. it, because if you just coughed or dropped your script mm. or something... You Absolutely. Know. Uh, Anything. You could bang, bang, you know, accidentally bashed into something. Yeah, you'd have to go back to the beginning. Yeah. And I think, it, you know, it was quite... Because Godfrey mm-hmm. Baisley was the original producer of it, and I think he was, June said, he was quite tough chap. So I'm not sure it was the most relaxed mm. environment in which to work. Um, but no, she, uh, you know, and sometimes you're playing two two parts in the same piece as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the pressure was on. But uh, she did a huge amount of work. Oh, and of course, funny. she used to write those yeah. monologues for Cyril Fletcher in That's Life. And all that, you know. Did she? she? Was, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. She used to, yeah, yeah. She used to write all Get those. Out. Yeah. She, she's very surprising. I know. Well, she's got a great sense of humour. Great sense of humour, June. She always maintained that with Peggy, mm. Peggy had no sense of humour. <laughs> Peggy has no sense of humour. No. But, uh, no. but I mean, she doesn't really, does she? Uh, but, but June um, certainly no. has a sense of humour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you can't imagine Peggy Woolley ever writing a joke, can you? That... No, you can't. Or even laughing but... at one. No, no, absolutely. But not. I mean, um, it, it, anyway, listen. Going back, sorry, yeah. just going back to your interviews yesterday. Oh, yes, what I'm really yes. interested in here is yeah. that yeah. Uh, that it's quite unusual for you to be yourself 
on TV and radio, isn't it? You're usually it doing really. somebody else. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It, it, yes, I suppose. It, but it was all right because um, I was talking about my friend June, and so that was my focus mm. really. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, that that was that was fine. I was really happy and delighted to be just talking about her and um, you know sharing stories about her and how and why I'd miss her because I am devastated that I won't be doing any more scenes with her I really really am and um, because we've had some lovely scenes over the years and all a variety of of scenes you know I mean I remember when Lily was having the affair with Paul Morgan and we had some quite tough scenes because she disapproved of that terribly you know and she reprimanded Mm. Lily and a lot and then so did we all do well, quite right too. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Um, but then, more recently, we had I had some really tender scenes with her uh, with regard to Alice and the alcohol storylines because, of course, mm-hmm. Jack yeah. Archer, the first husband, was an alcoholic, and um, yeah. she shared with Lillian some of the reality of what that situation was like, and mm-hmm. uh, of course. Lillian and the rest of the family never knew they were kids at the time. It was very touching all that and she played it beautifully like I thought she played the very last scene that she did really beautifully which was with David mm. Troutman's Tony, you know, she wants to um, mm. get money to have a, a, a window in the church because of, of the twins. But I just thought she was very tender, she's still on it, 103, 103 to still be yeah. on it in the same way. It's amazing. Not just saying the lines, she's acting. She's extraordinary. Wonderful. Mm. It is, it really, is, it is, very it is. much so. <clears throat> so, sorry, I just want to, because I've got all these questions about your interviews. Did they yeah, give you fun. kind of notes beforehand and say, can you talk to us about, we want to talk about funny stories or how you feel about this, or did they just launch into it? Well, I I, um, I did ask the producer who rang me earlier in the day to say, you know, I'm going to be happy to do it. And I said, you know, what what will they be asking me? And she said, oh, well, you know, probably how you feel about June leaving and, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly when the producer finally did arrive in the garden, because I've done these interviews before, um, and, it, you know, and mm-hmm. I did ask her, and I and I'm, got the gist of, 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 the, of the questions that she was going to ask. Um, and it was the same, of course, when I did the radio um, interview in the evening for World Service. Um, you get mm-hmm. wise to it, you know, in the early days. I would kind of just be open to it, and I could be asked anything. Um, and think it's not that you're not prepared but you just need to get your head together get your thoughts together um, yeah. but um, uh, it was Paul Henley wasn't it who interviewed me um, on World Service and he was lovely he, he he threw one googly at me which was how would you describe the arches to somebody who who'd you know lived in a foreign yes. country like, right okay oh. uh, well anyway I think it sounded all right um, but um, it yeah did. It sounds right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, and I also wanted to check with the producer in the afternoon when we were filming, you know, just because I knew it was going to be a very short segment because it always is at News at Six. They have very little time to get mm-hmm. stuff out. Sure. And so I was checking, you know, just how long she wanted me to answer for and how many questions she, she had. Um, mm. And I was when I actually saw it at, at mm. six o'clock. I thought they're never going to get to me because a lot of it was live. Ian, they'd only got to overrun. Yeah. Yeah. you know, by a couple yeah. of minutes and we there wouldn't by, be yeah. anything there. You know, that's always the risk, isn't it? But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. And, of course, she was all mm. over the papers, wasn't she? Or Telegraph, Guardian, yeah. you name it. Yeah, she yeah was front just page. Everyone. Front page. Yeah, front yeah. page. Um, and, we, um, and she funny, should be a dame, shouldn't she? 
she should be a dame. I, I really feel that she should. I mean, she's got a CBE, she's got an OBE. And it would be a lovely hat trick, wouldn't it, um, to be made a dame. Dame yeah. June Spencer. It's got a brilliant ring to it. Dame and, June um, Spencer. She it must has. be one of the, the oldest, mustn't she? Actors ever to be working, ever? I mean, extraordinary. I think so, yeah. 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 Extraordinary. Um, and, and to be in demand, it's not like people really the archers really wanted her to be on the programme I'm sure she'd been happy to carry on working they'd have they'd have had on it till she was 110 yeah oh absolutely oh absolutely I mean Jeremy you know our editor I mean just adore well we all adore her you know and because mm. and she fulfills a very important role um in Ambridge in a way that kind of matriarchal um traditionalist yeah. kind of you know and I mean that that's the thing about her as a character you know, she started off really as a Londoner, didn't she? And I think over the years that that accent yeah, has went. Definitely. But she was an ordinary girl, wasn't she, from London? And and mm. she's yep. through the decades gone through different sort of phases. And um, that must have been really interesting for June as well. And it's also about style. You know, it's radio acting style changes through the years as well, and how you adapt to that, and just yeah. recording, and you know everything. She's seen so much. Um, and uh, but I, you know, she'd be happy. I think now the pressure is not, 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 not on her. But my mm. goodness, she's given us a lot of wonderful storylines, hasn't she, through the years? And um, you know, it's a great legacy. She's she's a real legend. <laughs> she really is. Well, um, it does mean there's a space there's a space now for a new matriarch in Ambridge. There is. So there is. I don't know if that. I don't know. Have Lillian fancies that? Well, I think I'm rapidly getting there, aren't I? Really, um, possibly. Do you think? Do you think the old matriarch in stilettos? Do you think it? You know, I think a matriarch in stilettos would be. Yes. Would be quite. I can't think of the word. The only, the only problem is, good. will I inherit It'd be Hilda Ogden? It would be quite good, wouldn't it? But will I inherit Hilda Ogden, well, and how will Ruby uh, cope with Hilda Ogden? That would be a problem. Are you now? Are you just now? telling the nation something because as far as the nation knows <laughs> Peggy's still going on but well she indeed just she isn't is. going to be she's just gonna be a silent character well we did yeah we don't I mean I I don't know I was asked this question yesterday no. by the both the television people and by the radio I have absolutely no idea um, what's going to happen with her I just know that mm. she herself uh, this is uh, June uh, thinks that it would be lovely if maybe Peggy just gently moved into the laurels which is the retirement home in Borsetshire yeah. um, and, and saw the rest yep. of her days out there and I'm thinking that might be yep. quite nice because you never know if she gets a bit bored she might just come back and do the odd little episode or see that would be lovely wouldn't it? wouldn't it yeah, yeah. but yeah. anyway and she'd, get, she'd sort mm. the laurels out wouldn't she Peggy she she'd would. get them organising proper would. do's in there yeah, she's yeah she'd get it spruced up but just before we go, have those carpets um, hoovered. She certainly would have the carpets hoovered. She would be doing it herself. And um, as a listener, which you have been for many, many years, I mean, how do, how do you feel about you know losing Peggy? Uh, well, as you say, she's just been uh, one of those voices that's been there ever since ever since I was born. You know, ever since I first started mm. listening to it. So I'm just I'm hoping that she's that they're not going to kill her off so that she'll still be referred to mm. and we can still think of her living a life with Hilda Ogden, the vicious cat 
Um, yeah. Quite apart from anything else, I, I, there's going to be an absolute bloodbath when she dies about who gets her money. Because I never quite understood where all her money came from. But mm-hmm. she has been like a sort of an ATM for the whole family, isn't she? Whenever they've got some lunatic project or some balmy yes. business, off they go to the bank of yes. Peggy and she doles out yes. a few hundred yes. grand or something and they and they then promptly lose it in some ill-fated scheme. But she seems yeah. to have a bottomless pit of money. So if, yeah. if they, when she finally does um, go to meet her maker, there, there yeah. is going to be an absolute bloodbath about who inherits, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they could be. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's better get into mm. training for that now, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. They will. Limber yeah. up. But um yeah, so well, well done June Spencer is all I can say. hundred and three. Well done June Spencer. Dame you June know. Spencer to us. If Dame not to June Spencer. Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grey podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grey podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at One Stiletto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time!